Direct from Montreal, Canada, this is Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. We are speaking with the one and only uh, Lita Ford. She is coming to the great M3 Rock Festival down there in Maryland. And as we say here in Montreal, uh, bonjour, Lita. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm just waking up here on the West Coast. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm. I've been wide awake for the last six hours, and and of course you're just, you're just getting started out there. But uh, <laughs> but let, let's let let me just talk about these different festivals and the M3 one in particular. Uh, talk to me just about the importance of of festivals like this for bands like yourself and for and for music in general. Well, I mean. It's just great to be back out performing again after a freaking 2020 lockdown. You know, we're so happy to be on the M3 festival and to be to, to be able to just come back and perform for everybody at the Meriwether Post Pavilion. It's just, it's been, God, it's been like, I think I performed in 2014 when I was there last. So it, it's just, you know... It's just a great way to start off coming out of lockdown and, and the festivals bringing everybody together musically and, and uh, just doing what we all love. And that's rock and roll and music. It's so good to be a part of it again. You know, oh, the 2020 was just like, Ugh, is it ever going to end? <laughs> it felt like uh, I was in hibernation. Yeah. yeah you know, like it, Groundhog Day. <laughs> And you know the 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 frustrating part about 2020 is that pretty much every government around the world, whether it was here in Quebec or in California, they said we're just going to take a two week break. We're gonna, we're going to put the province on on break for two weeks. We're putting California on break for two on pause for two weeks. And of course, it ended up being forever and always. So so then, how important is the the live performance to what you've done? I mean, you go back historically and you look at all the shows you've done and. How important is it for you to not just make a studio album, but then be able to stand on a stage? You know, the, the last time I saw you was at Heavy Montreal, and it was just spectacular. Um, just it's talk- just, it's what we do, you know. It's just what we do. And uh, it's what we love, is to be able to perform live, and it's what we're best at. And, uh, you know, we're just, like I said, we're just so happy to be back in the ring and uh, back on stage, back rocking for the fans. Back rocking. Yeah. So what did you do for the last year in, in terms of, of music? Did, did you write a new album? Did you uh, revisit some stuff in the, uh, in the vaults and say, ooh, I can release this? So what, what was sort of the musical landscape for you in the last year? You know, I probably did the opposite of what everybody else did. And... Um, First, the first thing I did was I had my TV removed from my house. I got it taken out. I got the, the box, the cable, everything. I said, just get it out of here. I don't want to watch the news. I don't want to hear another thing about protesting or Black Lives Matter or, or, or COVID. I, I just don't even want to hear that word. And it got really depressing. I, I'm just like, you know, I want to just focus on music. And, uh, and so, you know, I removed my televisions and um, and it was OK. And I started focusing on other things like um, trying to be, stay healthy and, and just trying to get through 2020 lockdown, you know, like eating good and exercising and and um, and just focusing on good music. 
And so it was nice. And, and I really did need a year off too. So yeah. I'm not going to complain about that. I mean, I didn't realize how beat up I was until we came home and just went, okay, you're home for a year. And it was just like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? You and know, so, uh, I was just going to say, I but, think I think the, uh, the the silver lining in all of this for a lot of us or for a lot of uh, musicians and even athletes is you don't realize how beaten up you are. And, and for fans, I think it's going to give us an extra five or ten years of these bands, you know, like you, like Judas Priest, like Kiss, who maybe, you know, you, you rested your voice, you rested the, the body, you were, you're going to be ready to kick ass as soon as you get back out there, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it's really great. And everybody looks good, too. You know, everybody's in really good shape. And it's like, wow, okay, let's, let's do this, you know. We're ready. Yeah, we're we're ready now. Yeah. Um, before I let you go here, because we're we're talking just about this for for a bit, but twenty twenty one is the thirtieth anniversary, of course, of Dangerous Curves that came out in nineteen ninety one. Um, just just quickly talk to me about that on its on its anniversary, which is coming up in later in November. What did that album mean to you in your career, and and sort of how do you look back on it thirty years later? Huh. You work well, you with know, you work with great thing. people. Jim Valance was on there. Um, or yeah, were... yeah. I mean, it's, that was just that that question is kind of left field for me. Yeah, it's, I've been trying really hard to look forward and not okay. look back. And um, you know, I, I think uh, I think there's a whole music scene coming up in the future, and uh, I just want to be a part of it. I don't want to. I don't want to focus on the past, but I mean, it was a great album and, and there were a lot of great people on there. And, and, um, I remember my trainer, <laughs> I had a trainer at the time and she was running me around the track. Like we would go to the, to the UCLA, um, college and we would run the, run the track and four times around the track is a mile. And, um, and I hate running. I'm just like, no, I don't want to run. No. So she used to she used to just lie to me to get me to run, and uh, and, and so I remember her pushing me to exercise and pushing me to run, and um, I mean I believe some of the the coolest times we had together were on that record, coming to the studio and and talking to the producer, and just saying you know how far did you run this morning. <laughs> Well, I only ran two miles. Well, I ran five miles, you know, and then you go in and you start singing these, these great vocal tracks and, uh, and that Jim Valance song. I forgot, I forgot the name of the, is it Shot of Poison that's on that record? Yeah, there's Shot of Poison here. And in fact, there, there are two that, are, that have Valance as a co-write, Shot of Poison and Playing With Fire. Playing With Fire. And we play that live. We're going to play it at M3. Yeah. But, uh, we shot a poison we did and playing with fire. We both did the videos for, and, um, and, and I was like, you know, running five miles a day. And so I was ripped to shreds in those videos. I felt amazing. Although I hate running. I'd rather ride my bike. <laughs> Listen, I, I hate running and, and bike riding. I'd rather just walk the dogs all day. That's what, that's what I do. As soon as we're done here, I'm I'm out. I'm out. I do a good six, seven kilometers every day, like, you know, three, four miles every day with the dogs. And that's what I'm up for. But uh, 
So since we don't want to look back too much, then let's look forward. What is sort of the plan? Is there an album in the offing? Is something coming up soon? I mean, we've got all these shows and you've got shows that I can see run all the way to uh, Halloween. And then you've got the uh, Rock Legends cruise coming up in February of 2022. Um, But somewhere in there, is there a new product? Is there a new album, a box set, a, a something? Yeah, there is. There's a really great, great record. We've been working on it for quite a long time. And um, we're just mixing it right now. Uh, Max Norman is mixing it. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with Max. Yep. But he's done pretty much. Yeah, I'm sure you are, right? Right. That's what I do. I I, I study all these things. It's it's my my obsession. Well, then then you could give us a, a two cents on Max Norman, but he's just badass, And so he's mixing it right now. And, you know, 2020 threw us, threw us back a year. So everything got put on hold. We couldn't get in the studio to mix. We couldn't get in the studio to record the final drum track. And uh, finally we were able to get in and do it. And it's just a really cool album. I'm sure everybody is going to be really excited about it because it's, it's needed right now. There's not a whole lot of, of new rock and roll out there of any substance that has any substance. I agree. And, um, well, let me just ask you, since, uh, since you're working with Max Norman and, and he's been associated with, uh, of course, Ozzy and Y&T and Coney Hatch here in Canada and all these, uh, you know, more metal or, you know, or very hard rock for the, for the lack of a better word. Does that mean that the next lead is going to be like just like a punch in the face? It's just going to be this heavy metal rock thing. No, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that at all. Okay. I mean, it is hard. It's hard rock because that's just what I do. But uh, you know, we still have the melodic choruses and really great guitar stuff that's between me and Gary Hoey. I worked with Gary Hoey a lot on this record, and. Uh, and we would just hang out in his studio and play stuff that was just amazing. And so there's a lot of really great guitar playing and uh, on this on this new record, not just for myself, but from Gary as well. And you know, some of my favorite records, there's dual guitar playing going on, like um, you know, like Alice Cooper had uh, Dick Wagner and. Uh, Dick Wagner, Steve, Wagner Hunter. Steve, Steve Hunter, yes. Right, right. And then, um, you know, just seeing Jack Russell's Great White the other day when we played at the Spyglass, his guitar players, those guitar players are really good together. Yeah. It's just really cool to see these great guitar players. You know, Judas Priest had it, and uh, just so many wonderful musicians huh. out there. Iron and Maiden I has a great duo. Thin Lizzy had a great uh, duo. I mean, just just there's a lot of great uh, duos. Yeah, out man. There. Huh. It's just such a great part of the heavy metal hard rock scene, and uh, and I, I'm really happy to be able to bring that back with Gary. And um, you know, I pull shit out of Gary. Well, Gary's just like, uh, that's that's amazing, you know. And so we sit and play together. It's not like a Hoey album at all. It's just completely dark and rocking. Lots of cool riffs and some really melodic parts, choruses. You know, it doesn't not sound like Lita. It sounds like Lita, but... 
Sounds like Lita, Lita, Lita on on steroids. It sounds it sounds great. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, listen. I, I know you don't want to live in the past, but uh, I remember sitting in my living room, turning on much music, and uh, Kiss Me Deadly comes on, and you just go, "Fuck yeah!" I mean, I, I literally ran oh, to yeah. the store and bought the album right away. Uh, you know, uh, the CD. I bought the CD right away, and. You know that that's what that's what's great about music when it when it hits you, man, it hits you. And and you you know Lita's music, your music, has always spoken to me. It's great. And my my wife, as you know, is completely enamored with you. She just thinks you're the greatest. In fact, she was oh, heading off to work right cool. now. She she was heading off to work right now because it's lunchtime here, and she she's working starting at one. And I go uh, I go you going to work? She goes yeah. I go I'm going up to talk to Lita Ford, and she was like. Ugh. Son of a gun. I went, yeah, well, you know, sucks to be me. <laughs> <laughs> so so she's jealous. I mean, her, her greatest moment was meeting you at the um, Bell Center when you were on tour with, uh, who was it, Def Leppard and Poison? I think, yeah, right? Back, uh, yeah, back. yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean, talking about more dual guitar playing, Def Leppard is another one. I mean, just great stuff in there on those records. So oh. I'm really happy to be bringing that back. Yeah. Well, you'll be uh, but, you'll be uh, okay. Yeah, we, you'll be bringing that to the uh, M3 Rock Festival on uh, July fourth. You can of course get tickets on their website, but I suggest you head over to LitaFordOnline.com. LitaFordOnline.com. Check out the tour dates. You can click there and get tickets from there. And of course, you can check out all the other cool stuff that's going on uh, at LitaFord Online. Uh, and by the way, I'm looking at the merch page right now. I'm going to be hanging out at this merch page after I'm done with this interview because there's a lot of really cool looking T-shirts. I got to say, you have got some great oh, yeah, band we got merch. Some really good shirts. We we designed them. I designed them myself. Really? And, um, oh wow. And yeah, I mean, and they're really good quality shirts. It's not cheap. They sent us one batch one day. I was like, "What is this? This is so thin." I sent it back and I said, "Let's just get some good quality T-shirts because sometimes the tour shirts are really." They're expensive, and they're, the material is so thin. You wear it once, and you wash it, and you, you got to give it to your dog. Yep. Oh, I've, you know? I've, I've been there. Been there, done that. I've seen that. Yeah, but I'm just looking. There, there's a couple of, like, a Black Widow spider on it, and then and the double-neck guitar. I mean, there's there's some really cool-looking shit on here. I mean, honestly, I'm in. I'm buying. You'll have a uh, Mitch cool, LaFon cool. order by the end of the day. Uh, on, on that, <laughs> cool, uh, I'll cool. let you go, and... You'll you'll be back on the show in a couple of weeks because you've got a special announcement uh, coming up. But we can't reveal that today. So uh, on that, as we say in Montreal, merci beaucoup. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you uh, at the Post Pavilion on July the 4th. Merryweather Merry Post Pavilion. God, that's a mouthful. I know. And what a way to Woo! celebrate Independence Day. That's the way to do it. You go, you go to a rock show. Yeah, man. That's the I way know, to do it. Fourth of July, M3. We'll Dude. see you then.